You are listening to It's Midnight Somewhere with DJs Mistress McCutcheon and The Wasteland. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight. Hi, this is Mistress McCutcheon coming to you from downtown Toronto. We're still in quarantine, doing our thing. I'm accompanied by my DJ partner in crime, The Wasteland. Who is also quarantined to downtown Toronto, sometimes Etobicoke. I'm bad at quarantine because I got to leave for work, so I I wouldn't say I'm quarantined. You're super quarantined. I'm like a mummy because I don't leave the crypt ever, ever. But (laughs) That's not true. You've gone out for walks. Very few, but yeah. (laughs) Well, nobody wants to go out now because... Last week, we got hit with some snow, and this weekend has been some sub-zero temperatures. I know that uh, a snowstorm is hitting New York and the uh, the East Coast, so uh, it's, it's cold because it is winter. Although the days are getting longer, it's noticeable that, oh yeah, it's 5.30 and I can still see some daylight. There's still some hope ahead, but it's cold. Yeah, that doesn't stop people from coming, coming to where I work. Oh, well, it's because people are crawling the walls. Yeah, and they got to do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm right next door to a supermarket, so it, I've got no reprieve. Ugh. Well. But anyway. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about this thing called music that I've heard some people like. and Just a couple. Just a couple. No worries. We're here to talk about some new releases, especially because Bandcamp Fridays are coming back for 2021, starting up this week. February 5th is going to be the first Bandcamp Friday of 2021. And we know how fans and rabid consumers of music are because you're looking at all the things that you want to put on your wish list and the things that you're going to end up purchasing once that Bandcamp Friday rolls around. And we do love our Bandcamp Friday. Because Bandcamp Friday is also Prophecy Friday. And this particular Prophecy Friday is very special because it is our five-year anniversary of doing Prophecy. And we're quickly coming up on one year of doing a podcast. Holy shit. Time is both standing still and flying by, which is a very weird thing to be experiencing. But hey, you know, it's life and we're just going to keep on trucking. Fucking A. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how else to rep- respond. But it's true. It's like every week feels fucking long. And every time I get up to DJ on a Friday, I'm like, wow, it's been a week. And I'm like, I say that every week. It's like Groundhog Day every week. And then all of a sudden you blink and it's February. So it's it's been weird. I mean, there's good days, there's bad days. But, you know, what, do, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? That's right. Got to crack that pepper. <laughs> That show is so good. I know. Hopefully some people out there get the joke. And if you don't, um, what are you doing with your life? Missing Everybody's out. supposed to be home. Watch Netflix. Put on Big Mouth. Go have a laugh. Yeah. Crack that pepper. That's so funny. Crack that. Gotta crack that pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough of the shenanigans. Where do we want to start as far as the new releases? So I think you have an idea when yours are when yours are coming forward. Um, 
both both the ones I want to talk about are from bands that have just said, hey, we're doing this in the next year. I don't really have release dates, so why don't you kick it off? Oh, well, that's fair. I mean, hell, The Cure were supposed to come out with a new album last year, and I think we're going to be waiting with bated breath until something finally does get released. And again, being a lifetime Cure fan, I cannot wait until I hear a new Cure album. That'll be really a treat. Um, Which is entirely fair, but also when you're the cure, you could put out your album whenever the fuck you want. So It's like, come on, stop teasing so, us. Yeah, it'll come out when it's ready. That's right. When Robert's happy with it. That's right. Which might right. be never. Uh, <laughs> true, it's true. I mean, if it's, if it's like pornography era cure as opposed to like wish era cure, then... I'll, I'll be pretty happy about that, to be honest, because Pornography is probably my favorite Cure album. Second would be Head on the Door. But uh, then they went super poppy, which is still fine and good and fun, but it's it's not it, it's not the same. They've gone back and forth. But yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. All right. So are, are we talking about The Cure or did you want to talk about somebody else? Because I think people know who The Cure are. They, I mean, they have more than one song. They do have more than one song, just like Susan the Banshees. It's true. it's true. Hashtag more than dust. Anyway, as far as new releases go, we talked about Affet Robot last year in the podcast. Uh, they had come out with a four-song EP that we both really liked because uh, it was sort of this, ooh, this is Turkish dark wave sort of on the more pop tip uh, because when it comes to music that comes out of Turkey, everyone's fairly familiar with She Passed Away, which I also like. Great band. Uh, But it's also interesting to hear other stuff coming out uh, out of Turkey. And February 26th is going to be the release of the next Afet Robot album called Fiasco. And they've got a couple of singles that are already available on their Bandcamp page. And from what I've heard of this new album that I've already pre-ordered, it's a lot brighter and poppier sounding than their previous EP, but it's it's still really good. I really enjoyed this. And the song that I would like to feature for the podcast, the, the track name translates from Turkish as chaos. The, the pronunciation, I'm probably going to mess it up. I'm going to give it a college try, is... Kargasko. It's the fourth track on the album, so let's give it a listen here.
right. So the first one I want to talk about is something I'm really excited about, and that is Youth Code has a new album coming out March 9th. Uh, the album's going to be called A Skeleton Key and the Doors of Depression. Youth Code is a very visceral act live, and they very much, for me, fall on a, in the same area as Hyde, but less performance art live and closer to like a hardcore punk band, but with electronics. It's 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 very cool stuff. Uh, if you haven't heard of Youth Code yet uh, and you're into industrial music, I don't know what sand your head is in, but you probably should pull it out. But what I want to do is they have a new single, but I haven't been able to get it on Bandcamp. And since I'm not one to do illegal ripping, I'd rather artists uh, benefit from me playing it, is I will mention that their new single out is called Burner. I have not been able to locate it on Bandcamp, but it does list that it's streaming on all available streaming platforms. So I guess Spotify and SoundCloud, whatnot. But their last single they put out was last April. And based on the art, it looks like it's it, it should be on the album because it's similar artwork. And that was called Puzzle. So I'd like to throw that in here. It's a good representation of what they do. Yeah, after Half at Robot, it's going to be a bit of a gear shift. So, um, you know, if you're not into Super Loud, maybe turn it down a bit. Close! 
All right. So the next the next al- band that has an album coming out hasn't really said anything other than it's going to be their first album since 2016. And that's Devil I Founder, which is a band I've liked from their beginning. I like the way they've evolved over time. There is no single to speak of. Real, realistically, the only post or anything about it was back just before Christmas on the official Facebook where it says there'll be a new album in 2021. That's all the information I got. I'm excited about it because I really like the band. Uh, I like what they do. I like the music. I find it very interesting musically and lyrically. I think it's a great... Falls in the line of industrial that Skinny Puppy does for me in a lot Mm. of ways. So I'm going to stop yammering. And since there is no recent single, I'm going to pick something off the last album. For those of you who haven't heard it yet, and we'll go from there. Um, Here's a track called High Anxiety from Dead When I Founders, Eyes On Backwards. You treat me like a normal person, and I thank you for it. I'm not a normal person.
So as far as what else has been sitting on my Bandcamp wish list, those are the two of the newer things that I've been aware of. There's been a lot of stuff that I've just been collecting over time. And again, because I've been keeping an eye on what other DJs are doing on live streams and kind of taking notes and, and just listening to see what other bands and other things that I may not be aware of and uh, go, oh, I like this. Ooh, I'm going to put this on my wish list and make sure I give this a listen to later. Uh, there's There's been some really good recommendations that have come my way, and I've been collecting them on Bandcamp, but there hasn't been anything that's super new or that's about to be released except for the things that I've mentioned. Uh, although I will also mention that Black Angel, who I've talked about on a previous episode, they just came out with a video for their track Animal. And again... It, it, if you haven't picked up the album, every single song on that album is a banger. It's really, really good. I'm hoping that they're going to come out with some new stuff this year. But again, it's it's tough to say because I think they're still riding the wave and promoting uh, Kiss of Death. But what's also really funny to me is on Bandcamp, I actually removed an album off of my... Bandcamp wish list because there was one particular song that I really liked and went, oh, I, I need to buy this and I'm going to play this and then giving the rest of the album a listen. But after a particular event recently, I would not support this band because I think what they've done is incredibly selfish and irresponsible. What I am talking about is the event that occurred in Florida where there was a live band and several DJs and about 300 unmasked people in a club. Was it 300? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I've I've heard about it. I think it I agree with you that it's irresponsible and and the way I look at it because sure, Florida is opened up and nightclubs are doing their thing and everything, but every promoter, DJ and band has a choice. And just because you can doesn't mean you should, to paraphrase the famous line from Jurassic Park, right? And just because it's legal doesn't make it the right moral thing to do. You know, risking that many people getting sick permanently, you know, being injured or from that illness or dying, you know, uh, is kind of fucked. Kind of fucked. 
Yeah, because I can totally understand the plight of the small business that's trying to stay afloat and trying to keep money coming in so that rent and bills can be paid. But that was not the case in this particular instance. I am just really angry because what they did was incredibly irresponsible. It was immoral and selfish. And, And you've nailed it. What I also wanted to recommend to listeners, uh, actually, that helped drive the point home, because I saw this video around the same time I saw more information blowing up about this event, was there's a YouTuber who I regularly follow called Ask a Mortician, and it's Caitlin Doty, who is a mortician in L.A., And she was talking about the whole situation in California right now. And when you watch Ask a Mortician, she's very death positive. She addresses various various issues about the death industry and death in a very light and educational and fun, really positive way. This was not the case with this video. With this particular video... She is holding back the tears. You can hear it in her voice. She is just outraged and really frustrated because funeral homes are getting overwhelmed with keeping up with the number of people who are dying from COVID. And of course, the people who are definitely getting shafted are among the most vulnerable populations. And it's just super frustrating. Please Go check out Ask a Mortician. Go see this video that I'm talking about. The title of the video is something to the effect of our funeral homes are being overwhelmed right now. And she explains the whole situation and talks about some solutions and what could be happening and what could be done. But the government has just lost the plot on this whole situation, which has made it super frustrating. And then at the end of the video, you see the the next day on the news, oh, the the stay-at-home band is being lifted, and you can just see the frustration in her face. And that's the same case that's happening in Florida. Oh, yeah, they're open. Things are openly out and about. Bars are functioning like normal, like nothing is happening. And it is just such a terrible idea. Yeah, and the whole thing is, let's be honest, everyone knows DJs, probably the promoter, probably the band. They all have day jobs. Nobody was paying their rent off this gig, right? Yeah. And even if the band doesn't have a day job, one show is not significantly going to change their outlook financially. Absolutely. So I can't fathom why you take that gig as a DJ, as a band, right? Now I don't know if the promoter works for the bar directly and is a book like a booking agent or whatever because some places have their own things. Whatever. I'm not judging their business model here. If the bar is open, the bar is open. Uh, that's the owner's call. Doesn't mean you got to go. Doesn't mean you got to play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have friends in Florida, and if they said, "Hey, you want to come down and DJ right now?" I'd be like, "No, flat." Even if you're going to put me in a hotel and pay for my quarantine when I come back and everything, no expense to me, still not going to do it. Yeah, and they just shut down travel coming back from various sunny locations. Uh, Coming back into Canada, folks are getting slapped with a $2,000 fine and coming back into a government-approved hotel for quarantine for several days. And out of their own pocket. Out of their own pocket. Yeah. So folks are getting are, are getting punished for this and everybody's all of a sudden shocked. I'm angry because it's like, well, why didn't this happen sooner? Because people are traveling all over the place like nothing's happening. And it's like, yeah, you're taking risks. And these are not yeah. good ideas. Well, some of them 
don't have a choice because that's their job, right? And their business is making them do it. And it's either they lose their job. And I, you know, at that point, it should be, I feel like those costs should be put on the business, not the individual. Um, I, but then there's other people who are like traveling for funsies because it's cheap right now. And fuck them. And they should pay every penny right out of your own pocket. Because if you decided to go to Costa Rica because it's cheap right now and it's warm and Canada's cold, uh, I can't even tell you how far up your ass I want your head is. It's just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's just, it's so next level frustrating. And I mean, and there are so many DJs to choose from that are doing live streams, that are doing amazing things online, bands who have been broadcasting shows from, you know, from their living room, from, you know, their closed bubble. Like there are definitely options and ideas to still do to still do something, but still keep people safe. And I mean, I hope in some small way we get to do that with our podcast and with our own shows that it's giving an opportunity for people to reach out and, and to listen to what's going on. And, you know, and cause it, it is hard to stay at home. I am home all the time. I am crawling the walls because all I see are these walls and it's tough, but I miss my friends. I miss my family. My family, both of us have families in the U S and it's like, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go to me to the United States right now because it's not safe. And without a vaccine, the fact that this event happened and so many people using poor judgment to just go, well, the pandemic isn't over yet. And just because you want to go out and party, it's like, no, this is, I'm my blood is just boiling right now. I'm so angry to hear that that happened. Fair. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I'd just be repeating myself at this point, so. Yeah. Did I mention I'm angry? Yeah, I'm angry. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, it, it pisses me off, too, because just because you can doesn't mean you should. Anyway, that, that's, that's, that's our stance on it. And, again. That's a downer to end this episode. Should we throw another song in just to bring it back up and end on a high note? Oh, my God. That would be a great idea, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? What do you want to play? You pick. Ugh. All right. Well, let's end this podcast on a more positive note because music is what we're really here for. And we were contacted by a French promoter, Jean-Marc Junot, who like bombarded our inbox with a list of some of the best music that's new and recent and what's going on in France. And I have to say thank you so much because as I was listening, I'm like, Holy shit, this is, oh, I like that. Oh, I like this. And it it's just one of those moments as you're going through a list of music and you start listening to music and you go, yeah, I really like this. This is really good. So I would really love to share an album that's new to me, but it's not new it, because it came out in uh, 2004. The name of the band is More Than Vlade Art. And the track that I would like to feature as we move on out is called Far Away From Me.
So that about wraps it up for this episode. I do want to give a special mention that by the time this comes out, that same night, tonight, if you're listening to it on the day it comes out, will be February 2nd, and we will be doing a live stream with DJ Cage. Uh, you can find him at twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Cage, C-A-G-E. We will be helping him launch his brand new weekly so we're gonna we're very honored that he asked us to do it with him. It's very cool. Uh, great guy to work with too. Just just throwing out out there in case anybody else is looking for a guest spot uh, to or a guest to have on. I recommend him. After that, of course, there's prophecy this coming Friday, February fifth, our five year anniversary. Uh, we have a couple of extra special things going on, don't we, Laura? This is true. We are going to have Alistair Miali buttons available for sale. There will be a link posted on the evening of the event. We're also going to have a special giveaway from Calvin Apparel. So the home of the infamous Gotha's political shirt will be given away a shirt and a bag. So you'll want to tune in and be sure that you don't miss your chance to enter the giveaway. After that, we're going to ask you to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends and family, spread the word. We are on Facebook at It's Midnight Somewhere. You can reach us by email at midnightsomewherepodcast.com. And we do realize that this may be a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but we've been doing research where you're going to do one of our historical episodes upcoming. And we want to make sure we deliver a quality retelling of this individual's career and life because they're no longer with us but you know we want to get it out there and get it right so we've been a little busy we've been a little busy all right that's it thanks for listening This podcast was almost called Go Chunk Your Balls.